Well, there we are. We are talking about letting your light shine. We saw good deeds. We saw moral excellence. We saw Jesus himself that says, I am the light of the world. But now there is something that, that's so much more to it. I'm thinking of Genesis chapter number one, and, uh, and uh, it's not on this Bible. Yeah, it's on this Bible here. If I look at Genesis chapter number one, and I do this purpose, I mean, we can quote this, but okay, let me read it for you. And it says here, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light and the darkness, and God called the light day, and darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. You hear that? First day, light. But what light? Because on the fourth day, which is a little bit further, we see here, God again comes back after creating other things in verse 14, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens uh, and divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons, which is quite significant in the Hebrew. I talk about that sometime too with you. Oh, I have many things to talk to you about. For the day, for days and for years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on earth, and it was so. Now, when God looked at this, God saw it and God said, it is good. The whole theme is light. So here on day one, he creates God Almighty, creates light. Then on the fourth day, he creates light. Go read for yourself and see what happens. Here we see that inside the temple of God and even outside it, during these feasts, that were for signs of the people. These feasts that were annually commemorated, we see always that light is involved. We see here uh, nine uh, pomegranates. And of course, the pomegranate is one of the most beautiful fruits when you see it in Israel, not in South Africa, not in America, nowhere else. I've been around the, the world. And let me tell you now, when you look at the, the pomegranate in Israel, it is huge. It is like, it is like if I take it with my hands, it is like I would take around it like that. See? So now, uh, and then they burst open. And then each little pip on the inside has spiritual significance. Like, for example, if you count the laws of Moses, then you count 613. And uh, I speak to be corrected, but I think I'm right if I say those specific species of pomegranates there have 613 pups on the inside. Highly colorful, and they burst open in a display that is spectacular. So you see, that's the so-called Hanukkah candle for the end of the year when they have this feast in Israel. And uh, I suppose we can talk a lot about it. This was a supernatural event where God made the lamp burn for enough time, nine days, till they could get the correct kosher um, oil 
for the lamp because they used the Yitzchah oil, which was quite different, which came from Tekoa, south of Jerusalem, between Jerusalem and Bethlehem. And uh, it takes time to filter, to manufacture this specific oil for the lamp of the temple. And the same year, this also uses the Yitzchah oil. So here they get back, they haven't got it. This is just a matchbox, just a matchbox. Now this matchbox, what guess what's on it? The pomegranate. I love the pomegranate. The, the priests used to walk around with it. The high priest used to walk around with it. So what was the purpose of this lamp? Is to bring light. Enough, lasting long enough until more light was available. And this is what I want to say to you. God wants you to give more light through the way that you live in front of others. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will surely bless this person watching me right now with the light of the world in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.